Hey, everybody. Nice to meet you. I am Delina Medhin, and welcome to It Takes a Village. This is a podcast where we explore the process of becoming a self-employed entrepreneur. So here's the deal. There's this widely spread idea of being quote-unquote self-made. You'll see it on the cover of magazines. You'll hear a self-proclaimed person saying, who's going to tell me somebody helped me? I got here all by myself or nobody put me on. So I don't buy it. And the reason why is because I'm a product of my village. Hence the title. You see how I did that? You see how, you see how I did that? <laughs> So I want to normalize sharing who is helping us, and I'm going to start by sharing my own personal village with you. There's a lot of misinformation in the world right now talking about how to become an entrepreneur, and half of the self-proclaimed coaches have never run a business before. It's super matrixy. Like, how can you teach me how to run a business when you don't have a business? The only business you have is the business of coaching. Very confusing. I know. Listen, I'm not here to rain on anybody's parade if that's your thing. I just want to provide some clarity about checking the fruit on the tree. So what I did was I opened my vault of real people. Some are my family who supported me since day one or had to be convinced <clears throat> mom. And some are people who have been honest from the beginning about what they know and don't know. So every single person I'll bring here to you will hopefully provide some perspective as a well-rounded entrepreneur of what you really need to make it. So what do you need to make it? I think it's a mixture. I think it's a mixture of faith, support, and knowledge. But this isn't your typical business podcast. It's filled with unfiltered conversations and it's super personal. So I'm going to start with my mom, convincing her that what I was doing wasn't going to land me on the streets. <laughs> we are going to go all the way to the conversations with my business coach who helped me quit because she believed what I was doing was so dope before anyone believed in what I was really doing. So let's talk about some struggle. I know you all love a struggle story. So this is how it all began. So I'm a first generation area trained American woman. And I was raised by my parents that didn't have any interest at all in the creative industry. So when I told them I wanted to be a makeup artist, they were the first no, right? Like they were like, wait, what? Why? And before you think that I was spectacular, right? I grew up in a middle-class family at average grades and I was not voted most likely to succeed. So I did, however, have a seed of hope. <laughs> I sound like Martin Luther King. No, I'm just kidding. I had a seed of hope that one day I would actually be an entrepreneur. I just felt it, right? I felt it in my gut. I felt it in my soul. I felt it in my spirit. And I think that like, if you feel that too, if you're listening to me and you're like, ooh, I feel that too, then you have what it takes. I think that's what it is. You just have this like feeling inside you and you just got to act on that feeling. So 12 years ago, I made this decision to follow my passion of being an artist. So let's talk about passion. I believe there are two types of people in this world. Okay, there might be more than two, but for the purpose of this podcast, let's say there's only two. And there are people who lead with passion. Uh, so when they talk, you can feel the energy. And there are people who choose money before passion. So skirt, skirt, let's stop right here. If you believe money is more important than passion, you can stop right here and keep it moving. No love lost, but this podcast won't hit for you. If you believe passion is where it's at and money will come when you lean into that, you're going to love this. So let's go back to 2008. I became a makeup artist. I was working at the infamous MAC Cosmetics, M-A-C Cosmetics. And seven years after that, I quit my job and became a full-time makeup artist. I've never had to work a side job since. Well, why? Planning? Mm. I think it's more aligning myself with people who knew what was what. I didn't try to figure everything out on my own. I hired people who had the knowledge, who had the know-how, and understood what to do, right? And does that mean that I had no struggle? Absolutely not. Like, there was a lot of struggle. A lot of struggle. That struggle is fresh, actually. That's, that's kind of why I'm doing this right now, so I had that fresh struggle mind, you know? <laughs> but the reason why I wanted to make this is because there's so many people out there just trying to figure it out. I'm not special. I just made a decision and I didn't have a plan B. So I'm not making this to tell you you've arrived, but instead I'm sharing the story so you hopefully find similarities in our own stories. The types of people that I'm going to share with you are people that I've vetted, I've worked with, or I've lived with. 
<laughs> family, right? These are the types of support that I believe that you really need in order to do well or what I needed, maybe I should say, to do well. So if I can do this, you can definitely do this. Honestly, this is one of my happiest moments in life is really to be able to share these kinds of stories with you. It's going to be 10 different interviews. These interviews are part of a time capsule. So what I'm doing is I'm just taking the time to give you these 10 interviews, these 10 conversations really, where you can meet these people. I wanted to give them a shout out. I wanted to give them their flowers. And I wanted to also hopefully find a way for you to maybe work with them or for you to find your version of them in your own field. So thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and rate this podcast, share it with a friend and follow me on social media at Delina Medhin, D-E-L-I-N-A, Medhin, M-E-D-H-I-N. And I'll see you in the first episode.